Welcome to Big Dave's Money and Marriage Podcast, where I want to help you create the life you want to live. I am your host, Big Dave, a husband, dad, pastor, and certified financial coach. We're broadcasting live from Grateful Studios. We're the number one podcast for practical, marital, and financial advice. I hope you're ready because this is the show where your money and your marriage take center stage. All right, and we're back with episode 20. Two O deflate inflation. Say what? Yeah, deflate inflation. More money, same problems. Oh my, oh my. Look, can you believe the cost of living right now? It's nuts out there, isn't it? Have you been to the gas station? I'm sure you have. The average cost of a gallon of gasoline right now in the U.S. is three ninety one. That's the average cost of a gallon of gas. Three ninety one. That is ridiculously close to four dollars a gallon. Listen, have you been to Home Depot? I have. The average cost of a four by eight sheet of plywood is 55 bucks. What? No, sir. You better tell your kids right now. They are not getting a custom made treehouse for their birthday next month. No way. Jose is not the time to build nothing. It's the worst time to build something right now ever. So look, when people start talking about inflation, it seems like they're always, uh, you know, some who start collecting stuff like silver and gold and you know, filling up every uh, Tupperware container they have at home with fuel, and they stick cash under their hardwood floors and inside their king-size mattress. But listen, you can, you can prepare for, like, crazy inflation, and you can address the, the results without being stressed, without being panicked, and without being worried. Because believe it or not, listen to me, you are still in control of your financial life. Did you hear me? It's not the government. It's not your parents. You, you are in control of your spending. You're in control of your saving and your budget. Inflation or not, you're in control. So I'm telling you right now, the only way, listen to me, lean in, the only way to not just survive, but to set yourself up to thrive right now, even during record high inflation, the only way to live according to God is to live according to God's financial principles. That's all. That's it. That's it. It's the only way to survive. It's the only way to thrive. So here's one you never heard people say before. Live on less than you make. Yeah, you've never heard anybody say that. Live on less than you make. Well, guess what the Bible says that? Proverbs 21, 20 says, a fool is going to spend all that he has. Don't spend all that you have, guys. Live on less than you make. So today we're talking about how to deflate inflation, you may say. Well, well, you know, all I need is more money. Nope, that's not how you battle this crazy inflation right now. You don't need a bigger paycheck. That's not always the answer, Right. No, it's not. It's not always the answer. Don't get me wrong. Listen, increasing your income is a great thing. That is great, but that that is not the quick fix always. You might need to do the opposite. Lower your lifestyle. More money can simply equal more problems. Hey, so thank you all for tuning in today. Episode 20, Deflate Inflation. More money, same problems. Y'all hang on. We'll be right back. And we're back. So, hey, listen, there's a new villain in town. Did you know that? There's a new villain in town, and I'm not talking about Thanos, you Marvel fans, and I'm not talking about the Joker or the Riddler, you DC fans. I'm talking about, listen, and it's attacking everybody, the lower, the middle, and the upper class. You know what it's called, this new villain? Lifestyle inflation. 
Lifestyle inflation, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it can still find you. It can still trap you. It can still trick you. It can hold you captive in the effort to keep up with the Joneses. So you say, well, what is lifestyle inflation? Well, in common man's terms, lifestyle inflation, pretty much, it happens when you increase your household spending as your income increases. So as you you grow your lifestyle, as your paycheck grows, and you just continue to inflate your lifestyle, a little raise here, a little bonus there, and pretty soon your lifestyle begins to expand to match all those more numbers at the end of your paycheck. Guys, it's easy to get caught up in this lifestyle inflation, but guys, I'm telling you, it's a villain. It's going to steal your paycheck. It's going to steal your joy. It's going to steal your life. Guys, after all, you've earned that new, you've earned that new shiny car, right? You've I earned those new designer clothes. I earned that new fancy vacation. Listen, guys, don't get ahead of yourself. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure you do need to reward yourself a little bit. But guys, don't every time you get a raise, don't raise your life. Guys, if you're spending all the extra money that you're making, it's impossible to get ahead, no matter how much new income that you're bringing in. Guys, lifestyle inflation, guys, can impact everybody. Everybody. Uh, there was a study by Go Banking Rates, 2017 study found that almost 60% of Americans, 60%, that's six out of the 10 of your friends, have less than 900 bucks in their savings account right now. Lifestyle inflation, guys, could be to blame for this lack of intentionality when it comes to their saving. Guys, many people are choosing to keep up with the appearances rather than save money for emergencies in a rainy day. Guys, it's easy to see how. Guys, I've been there and it stinks. It's terrible. I was working full time and I had nothing, nothing to show for it. It's pathetic. I was 30 years old, wife, child, career, house, and I had nothing. It was ridiculous. Guys, don't do this. Don't do it, my friends. Wise up and rise up, okay? My wife used to work her job just to pay her her new SUV payment. Literally, seriously, her paycheck covered exactly what we needed for her whopping $600 a month SUV payment, gas and insurance. She worked just to pay for her vehicle to get her back and forth to work. (laughs) How stupid is that? That is so crazy. She worked just to pay for her vehicle that got her to work. (laughs) I think back, I'm like, man, we were so dumb. So guys, where's everybody's money going? I mean, think about it. Where's your money going when you get a raise, when you get that bump, when you get that promotion, you go from part-time to full-time? Where is it going? Guys, the common criminals are likely hefty mortgages, home equity line of credits, not to mention luxury vacations, fine dining, new wardrobe to match every season under the sun, right? It's stealing your hard-earned money. Guys, listen to me. Please lean in right now. When your lifestyle is inflated, it can cause you to live paycheck to paycheck, Guys, which is 80% of Americans. Do your research. 80% of Americans. Eight out of 10 of your family members. Eight out of 10 of your friends. Eight out of 10 of your classmates and teammates are literally living paycheck to paycheck. Guys, that's a real stat, by the way. Most people, guys, most people love that. They love it, right? As long as I can make the payment. Guys, don't have that stupid mentality. Guys, it's ridiculous. You have no money left over, to, if any, to save for your future, to invest for retirement, to invest for, to leave a legacy to your kids and your grandkids. The Bible says that, by the way, in Proverbs, a good man leaves an inheritance, which is monetary, by the way, leaves an inheritance to his children's children, okay? Number one thing you need to leave your kids is a powerful, godly character. Godly character legacy is number one. Right after that, how about you leave them some resources to go do some great things for God, 
I mean, that would be pretty cool, right? I mean, how did Solomon build the temple? Well, because his daddy, David, left him tons of money, and he had an inheritance to go do that. So leave, let's leave your kids some resources. Let's be wise with our money and leave our, be a good man, as the Bible says. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Let's do this. Guys, young adults that are fresh out of college, they fall in this trap of lifestyle inflation every single month. I see it. It happens. They get this newfound job. They're super excited. Uh, they, they're enjoying now this new income and this new opportunity. And, guys, it just starts going crazy because now they have the opportunity to eat something good rather than Red Baron and Freshetta frozen pizza like they've been living on for the last four years at college, right? Uh, and the next thing you know, they've been given into this pressure to live 15, 20, 25 years ahead of their earnings by taking on a brand-new $40,000 car loan to match their brand-new $50,000 starting salary. I mean, are you kidding me? I told a 19-year-old kid this two weeks ago, talking to him at church. I said, listen, he got his new job, right? He's working. He's making like 45 grand a year full-time. And I said, design your life off of 30 grand and save that extra 15 grand a year until you get married. He looked at me like I was crazy. Like, why in the world would I save 15 grand a year when I could spend 15 grand a year? He looked at me like I was nuts. Well, guess what? I was stupid just like that too. I was. I'm trying to put you on a different path. So Lord, help us all. So how can we avoid this lifestyle inflation? Well, how can we avoid it? Write this down. Number one, don't take on any new debt just because you can now afford the payment. I mean, how many times have you heard someone say that, right? Well, I just got this new promotion. I just got this new bump at work. I got a raise. You know what I'm saying? So now I can go afford my dream car. Woohoo! I can go buy the newest, you know, latest gadget. You know, I can go buy, you know, brand new stuff for my house. I can go do all this cool stuff. Man, I'm so excited. Guys, newsflash, just because you can afford the monthly payment does not mean you can afford the product. Guys, the interest alone is going to make you pay far more than the original sticker price. Let me listen, let me give you a real life example, okay? If you got like literally three minutes, like just really tune in for me. Real life example. Let's say you get a raise at work. Let's say it's 500 bucks a month raise. So you decide to go upgrade to a brand new car to reward yourself, right? You got a promotion. Guys, by the way, 80-something percent is what the stat is. 80-something percent of people that get a raise at work, within 90 days, they show up with a new car. Within three months of getting the raise, 80-something percent of people show up at work with a brand new car. So listen, let's say you get a raise at work. It's $500 a month. You decide to go be the 80% and you can go upgrade a new car. So that $500 a month, by the way, according to National Auto Dealers Association, is the current average car payment in America right now over 84 month long. So you get a, which would equal, a $30,000 purchase price car at a 7% interest rate. That's $500 a month, and you do it for 84 months. Guess what? With the interest over 84 months, you end up paying back $42,000 for a $30,000 car because of the interest rate, and you stretched out over 84 months. So, listen, after 84 months, your car is now paid off. Woohoo, right? You're excited. But guess what? It's seven years later, and because cars are depreciating assets, aka liabilities, Right, they cost you money. They go down in value. That's where Chevy got that like a rock. It goes down in value like a rock. Get it? So, their liabilities. The car that you paid eight, you paid forty two grand for to the bank. Seven years later, it's now worth twelve thousand dollars. Did you get that? Okay, good. So now let's go to scenario two. 
Scenario two is you get that $500 a month raise, and instead of going and borrowing the money and getting a $30,000 car and end up paying the bank $42,000 and end up being left with a $12,000. I mean, think about it, guys. I'm going to give the bank $42,000. In exchange, they're going to give me a $12,000 car. How stupid is that? So let's say scenario two, you take that $500 a month raise and you decide to invest it for 84 months. The same thing. You just decide to invest it in a good growth stock mutual funds at an average of 10% return. 10% return. Very, very, very doable. In 84 months, your $500 a month raise has turned into $61,000. Hmm. Interesting. Hello. That's what you call, that's what the Bible says. You reap what you sow. If you plant good decisions, you will reap a good reward. You plant dumb decisions, you will reap a dumb reward. <laughs> Would you rather seven years later have a $12,000 car or would you rather have 60 grand in the bank? Because now, because of your patience, because of your diligence, because of your consistency, because of your intentionality, now you can go and you can just write a check for a $30,000 car and still have 30 grand in the bank. Hello, which one is the smarter one? But guess what? Most people don't have the patience. Most people, patience is the virtue you ain't got time for. <laughs> and you need to learn to have some time for it. So yeah, I would much rather have the 60 grand in my bank seven years later and I can go buy a $30,000 car with cash and still have 30 grand. Yeah, so that was number one. Don't take on any new debt just because you think you can afford it. Number two, stop trying to keep up with appearances. Stop trying to keep up with appearances. Don't try to keep up, guys, with the Joneses. The Joneses are broke. Just because your daughter's friend is in private school taking private music lessons private art lessons and private horseback riding lessons does not necessarily mean that your daughter needs to do it all too. You're still a good parent if your child is in public school and the only extracurricular activity they have is from the free community baseball league at the local civic center. I mean, come on, stop comparing your kids to everybody else's kids all the time. Really? Just because your friend pulled up in a BMW does not mean that your normal old Toyota Camry is a piece of junk and man, I'm just failing at life. Quit comparing yourself to other people. Stop doing it. Your neighbors might have just gone on a 14-day Disney cruise from Alaska all the way to Honolulu, Hawaii. And that's awesome. You should be happy for them instead of being jealous. But that does not mean, and that does not make your little four-day road trip to Stone Mountain or your little three-night carnival cheap cruise makes it any less enjoyable or less memorable with your family. Stop comparing your vacation to your friend's vacation. Stop. Stop comparing your car to your neighbor's car. Stop comparing your kid's talent to your neighbor's, your other, your friend's kid's talent. Okay? Rachel Cruz put it this way in her book. Too many people allow cultural expectations and other people to dictate their own values and family priorities. Guys, don't do it. Don't allow other people's lives to dictate other people's expectations or the world's expectations to dictate your family priorities, your family goals, your own values. Stop trying to keep up with appearances, man. Stop comparing yourself. Be grateful. Be thankful. That will lead to contentment. Learn to be content. That's what the Apostle, said. Apostle Paul says. Learn to be content with what you have. Stop trying to keep up with appearances. That's so silly, so stupid. Just because you get a raise doesn't mean you got to go, no, upgrade your lifestyle, upgrade your kids this, and upgrade your family that. Guys, have some cushion in your life, man. Golly, have you learned anything from the pandemic? Have some cushion. Everybody was freaking out back in March of 2020 and April of 2020 going, man, do I have a job? Do I have a paycheck? I don't know. Am I going to get unemployment? I don't know. Man, we put our family on lockdown. We didn't spend a dime. And we put thousands of dollars every month into our savings because we're like, you know what? We are going to be frugal. We are going to save. We are going to be intentional. We are not going to go blow money and spend money. And, and the only reason we could do that is because we we're debt free. 
So make sure that you're in, being intentional, guys. Don't raise your lifestyle. And just because I can go afford a new car doesn't mean I'm going to go buy a new car. It's okay to live humble. It's okay to drive a simple car. It's okay to wear simple clothes. Number three, guys, live on a budget. Live on a budget. Guys, instead of increasing your lifestyle, when your income grows, increase your contributions to your financial goals. Did you hear me? Instead of upgrading your lifestyle every time your income upgrades, guys, why don't you upgrade and increase your contributions to whatever your financial goals right now on savings and getting out of debt and being outrageously generous and helping that kid go to youth camp that can't afford it? How about you upgrade other things in your life? Listen, guys, just write everything down. Write down everything that you're spending. Write down everything that all your bills have. You want to have a zero-based budget, meaning your income minus your outgo should equal zero. You should have every sing- you should have a name tag on every single dollar that comes into your life, every single life, okay? A budget tells your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. It's so crucial. John Maxwell said that. Dave Ramsey's been preaching it for 30 years. It's awesome. Let me, let me tell you this one. This one's from another financial guy that I, that I listened to. He says this, if your outgo exceeds your income, your upkeep will forever be your downfall. Did you hear that? If your outgo exceeds your income, in other words, you're spending more than you're making. If your outgo exceeds your income, your upkeep, just keeping up with your life, your upkeep will forever be your downfall. So, hey, guys, listen, how to avoid the lifestyle inflation, how to how to still live life in 2022 with these crazy prices. Guys, you got to live, live debt-free, man. Be, be out of debt, have cushion, have savings, live on half of your income, live on a fraction of your income, whatever it takes. Live humble, okay? Live on less than you make. How to avoid the lifestyle inflation. Guys, be humble, man. Don't take on any new debt. We talked about that, number one. Don't take on any new debt just because you can afford it. Number two, stop trying to keep up with appearances. And number three, live on a budget. That's how you're going to be able to deflate inflation, okay? Because more money might just mean more problems. So, hey, thanks for tuning in today. Deflate inflation. Hope you guys were blessed. Hope you learned something. Check us out on Facebook, Big Days Money and Marriage Podcast. Shoot me an email, coachmymoney@gmail.com. I'd love to connect with you, have a conversation with you. If there's any advice whatsoever that I have, I'll be glad to help you out. Does not cost you anything but your time. More money, same problems. Hey, God bless you guys. We'll catch you next time here on Big Day's Money and Marriage Podcast. Money Marriage Podcast. This is where you get advice. I can make a marriage nice. I can get your money right. Money Marriage Podcast. I can help you some. Coach my money.